You're listening to The New School Podcast. The New School is a high school in Atlanta, Georgia, that's devoted to challenging the status quo in education with its innovative curriculum and community-focused outreach. Every month, we talk with students, faculty, and parents to explore what makes TNS different. What's it like to be a student at the new school? And is it possible to wake up and actually look forward to going to school? Thanks for joining us on the journey. Now let's get started. It's an opportunity for students to display and talk about the work that they've done over the past year, the past semester. It is incredible the amount of ownership kids feel over the work that they put in exhibition. When you come and see them in exhibition, you really see them at their best. And many of them say, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't think I could do that. In the lead up to exhibition, everything matters. As long as there has been school, there have been final exams. We may dread sitting down to take a test, but it's the best way to quantify how much information we've absorbed in a year. Or is it? What if there was a different way to showcase what you've learned? The new school has reimagined the end of the semester with their Exhibition of Student Learning, or Exhibition. The new school has held Exhibition every semester since they first opened their doors in 2014. And the event serves a few purposes. It's a forum for taking students' ideas and work seriously. It creates an opportunity for TNS students to talk about their work, not just with one another or with their teachers, but also with their community. And it gets students out of their comfort zones. Today on the show, I sit down with co-founder and head of school, Peter, and humanities teacher, Allison, to learn more about the exhibition of student learning. Enjoy today's episode. I'm joined on the show today by Peter and Allison. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. This is, uh, is going to be a great a great conversation. Uh, Peter, why don't you start by introducing yourself and, and Allison next and uh, give us kind of the 30-second the overview for, for us. Sure. Uh, my name is Peter Lefkowitz. I'm the head of school at the new school, and I was also one of the original founders of the school some eight or nine years ago. And so I've seen our school grow from our first year where we had 17 uh, freshman students in part of an old church school building in Inman Park to where we are today with, I think, 93 students across um, all grades of high school, 9th through 12th. Uh, We've had five graduating classes and have graduates of ours uh, all around the country and around the world uh, doing interesting, cool things. And uh, not all because of the new school, but we like to think a lot of it because of the preparation they got here at the new school. I love that. Love that. Allison, uh, tell us about yourself. Hi. So um, I'm an English teacher at TNS. This is my sixth year, which um, because the new school at this point is actually pretty new. Um, I am one of the faculty who's been here the longest, which is a little bit hard to wrap my head around. Um, but it's been fascinating to see how the school has grown. Um, my, I 
the art teacher and the drama teacher are now the only faculty who were at the original location, um, along with Peter, of course, um, which was a few rooms in a, in a church. Um, and to now be thinking about how next year there'll be a whole nother building is, is sort of, it's, it's not sort of, it's completely amazing. Um, so I teach ninth, 11th and 12th graders. Um, and I teach, um, AP literature and AP language. And it's just such a privilege to get to work with these kids. That's fantastic. So we are, so, so today on the podcast, we're talking about the TNS exhibition of student learning. So let's start there. What is that? Give me, give me the overview. Sure. Um, an exhibition of student learning at the new school happens twice a year, once at the end of the first semester, once at the end of the second semester. And it's an opportunity for students to kind of display and talk about the work that they've done over the past year or the past semester. And what we do is we turn the school essentially into an interactive museum where the students are the curators. Um, we'll, for the week before exhibition, we'll generally move most of the furniture out and kids will create this museum of student work. And then we'll invite, oh, usually something around three, 350 uh, members of the community, families, community partners, interested others, prospective students and parents will come of an evening for a few hours and walk through and talk to our students and get a, a taste of the work they're doing. So it, every semester it looks very different actually because the work they're doing is constantly changing and the students are changing. So that's, uh, that's okay. exhibition in a nutshell. That, I mean, so that sounds fantastic. I guess my follow-up question to that, and, and Allison would love for you to chime in. Why? Like why? Like it, so it's an interesting idea, right? Sounds like a lot of work. So give me the why behind it that sort of drives the whole thing. Well, I can speak to my understanding of the why. I think Peter will also have a more comprehensive understanding of the origin story. Um, let me approach that question from the standpoint of what it the effect of exhibition on students. So what they end up feeling and what they end up saying after it's all done. I think that's the clearest answer to the why question. Because sometimes I do think that we ask ourselves the why question in a more sort of like shake fist at the sky way as we're preparing, like why do we do this to ourselves? But the why, the good answer to the why is always really clear once we're there, um, which is, it is incredible the amount of ownership kids feel over the work that they put in exhibition, even if they didn't necessarily know how much ownership they would feel while they were putting it together, while they were doing the work um, throughout the semester afterwards. They are so proud of what they have done and they have done it. Um, I, you know, we're definitely there. Teachers are there to guide and, um, 
put some guardrails on and to provide tools and skills. But exhibition often makes me think um, when I was in elementary and middle school, there was a a program actually, it still exists. It's called Odyssey of the Mind. And it was this like student, um, it was an extracurricular thing. And it was all about creativity. And you made these performances and did these um, built things and all, all kinds of fun, creative stuff. But one of the central tenets of it was that there was a coach, but the coach didn't do any of the work. Um, the kids did it all themselves. The coach could buy supplies. They could teach you how to hammer or use a, a particular tool or whatever, but they couldn't do it. Um, and I think about that a lot when we're getting ready for exhibition um, and how tempting it is to want to do things for kids and how much better it is when we don't um, and how much better they feel. And then, of course, you know, in the, the few instances where a kid doesn't really live into what they wanted to be at exhibition, um, it's extreme it's it's almost universal that those kids often when they're ninth graders go have their first exhibition and then go I want to be more a part of that um and that's that's such a good that's almost as good as the kid who did give it their all is the kid who was like I wasn't totally present for that but now I get it and now I want to do it differently um so I think the what it offers the kids is the is the big answer to the why question and the also the answer to the why do we do this to ourselves question <laughs> all right all right peter uh, anything yeah. you'd like to add yeah i would say to build on what allison was was saying you know we at the new school we take our students seriously and the work they're doing seriously and we're big believers that students can do interesting important work while they're in high school you're, you don't have to wait until you've got your first job or you've graduated from college or for, for some advanced degree, some arbitrary line that you have to cross before your life starts. That, that young people uh, can do interesting and important work now. And um, the exhibition really emphasizes that, uh, the extent to which we take their work seriously. And that other people who they don't even know strangers who come in and talk to them about their work take it seriously that's incredibly empowering for anybody but particularly for young people who have often grown up in a school system where their work is seen by teachers maybe other students and peers now and then but not anyone outside of the school system um, and you can be educated in that system and come to believe, I think rightly, that you're, the entire reason that you're uh, working is to get a grade or to impress your, your teacher. Um, and some kids are really motivated by grades or impressing one individual. But many more are motivated by much more deeply held internal motivators, um, their passions. And often exhibition work is tied to those passions. But I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say another reason 
that we love doing exhibitions is that um, it is terrifying for students quite often, especially their early exhibitions when they're just getting the hang of it because um, we're, we put them in a situation where they don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we surround them with strangers who are going to ask them questions about their work and want to hear from them about it. And then we say go. Um, and that is terrifying. It's terrifying. It would be terrifying for anyone. But it's, it's part of our program to really um, take our kids and push them outside of their comfort zones. Oh, I love, uh, that. love that. So that. You know, people often say of our students, wow, they seem so mature, or they seem so comfortable working around adults. And that's because they do it a lot. They get a lot of practice. Um, and, you know, they can be as immature as your average high school student. But uh, when you come and see them in exhibition, you really see them at their best. And many of them say, after an exhibition, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't think I could do that. Um, but we think that high schools should be about really asking and pushing kids to do the things that they don't think they're capable of. Mm. I love that. I love that. And if I can, I add to something that you said, Peter, about what motivates kids. Mm -hmm. um, I think you're you're absolutely right that we have a lot of kids who are very motivated by things that they're passionate about that may be related to things they're doing at school or may not be related at all. Um, and they get to find ways to showcase that and to find ways that they are related to what they do in school. But it's also, I think, really, I think this is implied in what you said, Peter, um, exhibition and a number of other things that students do at TNS. Um, are really good challenges for students who are have been very motivated by grades and have been very motivated by things that are really like tangible results because it is deeply uncomfortable for them to say to face a situation where the the result is not a number or something quantifiable or their own individual work that they will get some sort of individual teacher feedback on um and i mean that's such a more useful life skill is to be able to figure out how do I do something when I don't know exactly what kind of feedback I'm going to get when my feedback can't be quantified. Or when I, I, I have to reach a point where I say, this now is, uh, is good enough that it's exhibition worthy or it's not quite good enough when you don't have an outside arbiter saying, oh, that's good enough. You can stop working on it now or you need to work a little bit more that you yourself have to come up with those internal guardrails and guidelines um, that you then live up to. That's a really kind of an advanced critical thinking skill, mm -hmm. I think, and emotional skill as well. Mm -hmm. That's right. So, so as an, as an outside perspective, an outside observer, if I were to walk into exhibition, what would I see? What would that experience be like for me? Yeah, well, let's see. In our most recent exhibition, which was at the end of the uh, fall semester in 
December 2021, we had an in-person exhibition. And when you walked in, you would have seen lots of different things. In one area of the school, you would have seen what were called the artivism, art and activism, the artivism projects that ninth and some ninth graders did, which was art inspired by social justice movements that they were passionate about. You would have seen uh, the set of the TNS drama department's uh, most recent play, and which students built along with many of the uh, of the props and costumes that they created for that play. You would have, at certain times of the exhibition, you would have been able to go and watch and listen to the TNS rock band or to sit down and see the entrepreneurship students give uh, pitches of their nascent businesses in a shark tank kind of environment uh, to potential investors. What else, Allison, sticks in your mind about our most recent exhibition? Mm-hmm. Um, well, there are a few things from the most recent exhibition that I really was drawn to. Um, but I, um, in addition to that, I wanted to say one of the things that I think is really, really strikes people when they come to exhibition, especially for the first time, is that it doesn't feel like a school event. And there's nothing wrong with school events. School events are great. And I'm a big, you know, I'm a big fan of like the end of the semester band performance. And it's, it's you know, those are, those are good things to have too. Um, but I think it's really kind of magical um, what happens um, to the feeling of the physical space, um, which is, it's both aesthetically what the students and teachers and Jason particularly our um, design teacher who just is, you know, a, a machine during exhibition and never seems at all bothered by um, how much we rely on him to make the space look incredible. Um, but so it is aesthetically what happens to the space, but it's also how students are moving in the space um, and existing in the space, which is very different from how people expect students to be in a school. Um, And like I said, there are things about what a school feels like that are great and important. And we have those, we have regular classes, we have, you know, tests and papers. And I think those things are important, but this moment when students step out really very much step outside of the construct of, of, of what it feels like to be a student and adults, even those who aren't their parents or their friends' parents, perceive them that way um, is one of the things, one of the many things that that really answers the why question is like the feeling that you get at exhibition. It's like going to an art gallery. It's like um, going to, you know, being at the a premiere of a film. I've never been at the premiere of a film, but, you know, maybe one day. Um, but there's there's something really that I can't quite capture in words, but that is this totally transcendent feeling about exhibition um, and kids feel it even when they can't articulate it. Um, And I think it makes them feel accomplished and, and very special, um, which is, you know, 
kind of hard to do, even though teenagers often feel pretty, <laughs> pretty um, special in a very teenage way. Um, this is a much bigger, more adult kind of way that they feel really special and seen. Um, so that's a, that's an, a bigger, bigger overview um, of what it feels like, at least to me, to be at, at exhibition. So, so Allison, you know, building on that a bit, I wonder what, what is it like for you as a teacher being at an exhibition and seeing your students kind of in this different way? Hmm. So um, I've had a couple of, a few different roles um, with respect to exhibition. Um, I only teach English classes now. I used to also teach projects where I would and regular regular classroom like academic classes can also put have things in exhibition um the focus tends to be more on on projects and entrepreneurship and things like that but that's not to say that there can't be you know stuff from an english or math class um so my my perspective has shifted and it's actually been really interesting um last year was my first year not teaching projects um you know so my students might have a small like like something smaller maybe we've created some comics or actually we did a couple of years, we did kind of a more big interactive thing where we put Victor Frankenstein on trial. But um, my role in exhibition has more been helping other teachers um, and other kids projects as opposed to like really um, trying to help kids get one that I was, I had been spearheading. And that's been really fun too, because then I can so clearly see how they own those projects um, and how they own that material. Um, because I haven't seen all, the, all of the hard work from them and from their teachers and all the other adults in their lives that have gone into getting them to that place. I just get to walk in and, and to say in this past exhibition, the tenth, some 10th graders who are doing American history this year had this like fireside chat um, where they did actually have one of those little fake fireplaces. And, um, and all of this came from them. They were just talking to Mary Reed who teaches that course. Um, and really just in brainstorming, I think almost entirely independent of Mary Reed, they were like, but what if we made the room look like this? What if we brought in a fireplace? What if we changed the lights? What if we had a couch? Um, and so what I think maybe started out as more like, let's have a panel discussion, became this fireside chat in which um, teachers, well, a teacher like me, but any attendant at exhibition, um, got to observe them discussing what they had learned. And they had some pretty strict parameters and they clearly prepared. But it was amazing. I mean, because to do that required so much understanding and internalization of the material that you wouldn't necessarily have to have if you were standing in front of a poster, which is also great. You know, that's, that's important too. Um, but they were able to have a discourse. Um, it was, it was like observing a panel of, of, you know, of academics. I mean, it was so exciting. And, and I think I mentioned that because I don't teach that class, obviously, and I don't teach 10th graders um, just in general. Um, so I just got to walk in and just be really, truly amazed um, in that way that you can sort of easily lose sight of when you see somebody every day and you see all their progress. But to step in in that moment and just see what they had, what they learned and what they understood and just 
it was it was absolutely delightful. Um, one of my favorite exhibition experiences ever. Yeah, I I think that that really points to how exhibition is a place, both in the preparation for it and in the actual exhibition, where we get to be in relationship with our students in different ways. So if you're a classroom teacher, that's a that's a specific way to be in relationship with young people. Um, this past fall, we had a um, faculty versus students basketball game, and which I played in um, and then recovered from for many, many days afterward. But I, I was so delighted with it because I'm not in relationship with students in this physical way of competing with them and against them in a athletic activity. And it's so great to, to know students in a different way. Uh, there's so many different ways that you can know students, but in, in school settings, often the adults know them only in one way. Um, and as uh, as teachers, as adults going through the exhibition process, especially the preparation process with students, we really get to know them in different ways. I mean, we had, um, well, one of the, one of the challenges with, uh, doing exhibition is that we have to light the school in a totally different way. Generally, all of the overhead lights are off, uh, and there are different lighting schemes that go on. So we have a whole, a whole team of kids who kind of volunteered themselves to be the lighting team who have some technical skills or want to learn. And in that group, we have leaders kind of rise to the top who start organizing younger students. Um, it's that kind of work in the preparation phase that is really awesome to awesome to watch. Um, and I mean, uh, Allison was talking about a, a project she'd been, been involved with in elementary school where, you know, teachers were kind of showing kids how to do things, but not doing them for them. I mean, every exhibition, I teach a handful of kids how to work an electric drill, um, how to cut foam core without cutting your finger off while still making clean lines on foam core, right? How to, how to string up lights and wire projectors and sound equipment. Um, and that's a real, a real pleasure because it's, it's the kind of learning that could happen in a course, but during exhibition, it's happening in real life. You're learning how to use a power drill because screws need to be drilled or holes need to be bored because of this project you're working on. So it matters. In the lead up to exhibition, everything matters. And that's not often the case in many high schools for almost all of the work. High school students are notorious for asking, why do we have to do this? It doesn't matter whether I learn differential equations or 
this particular concept in biology, I'm never going to use it. But during exhibition, everything that you're learning and practicing and mastering is because it's important to you and the work you're doing, and you're using it in the moment. That's a really awesome thing. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So, so Allison, I'm, I'm curious, what do students say about exhibition and, and what does it mean to them? Well, I think it means a lot of different things. One thing I think in the moment, um, like when exhibition is actually happening, um, I think it feels, I think they, they see it as a celebration or acknowledgement. So there's, there's that piece that is like happening in real time where they are just really enjoying um, this time to show off a little bit and oftentimes really enjoying getting to see what their other, what their peers have been doing. Um, it's one of the, actually of the complaints, um, which, you know, unavoidable, you're not going to, you're always going to get complaints from high schoolers, but one of the best complaints that they give is that I didn't have enough when we do feedback on exhibition is I didn't have enough time to see everybody's stuff. Um, which is a great complaint because it's actually impossible. Um, I never have enough time to see everybody's stuff because there's so many interesting things to see. Um, and what always ends up happening is that I get caught up in one thing and meant only spend two minutes there because I wanted to see 10 other things that were happening concurrently, but was, I was so enchanted with what was happening in that one little thing that I spent 20 minutes on it. Um, so I think that even though it's a complaint, I think it's a great complaint is that they want to be part of, they want to see what their peers are doing. And, you know, overall, they're just so incredibly supportive of what their peers have done. Um, they really do show up for them in ways that are really sweet to see. Um, this past exhibition, um, the breakout star was definitely the rock band. Um, and they now have a very devoted, like they have groupies, I think. Um, and the, after exhibition, <laughs> at least half the kids at school the day after exhibition were wearing the t-shirt that the rock band had been selling. Um, I also bought one. Um, it's a great t-shirt. Um, so I think they really enjoy that kind of celebration. It's like, the a much more meaningful and um a much more comprehensive version of like your end of semester pizza party that you can maybe remember from when you were in school like we finished something um but so much more more consequential than that the other thing that i hear from students is often after they've graduated um that the exhibitions are what they remember the most um and they can think about the specific projects that they had in exhibition. Um, they can think about, um, you know, fondly how hard they worked um, and the conversations they had. And I think a lot about that as a teacher, about what we remember from high school, um, what things stick in our mind. And it's a little bit hard to predict because, you know, people change and, you know, what you think you'll remember actually becomes unimportant. Um, but from the limited data set that I have, exhibition is an absolute cornerstone of what they remember um, and what meant something to them um, from their high school experience. I haven't thought about that, Allison. As you were talking, it struck me that um, one thing that students remember about their time at TNS 
is when they're thinking about exhibition is how they grew over four years in the work they were doing, the quality of that work and their roles, both in the work and in exhibition in general. I mean, seniors are, um, you know, in charge of rooms with lots of things going on them or entire floors of the new school. Um, we give them a lot of responsibility because they've been through this before. They know how it works. They know how important it is. And um, seeing them just click in and um, perform in those instances is really awesome. And one of the one of the things when you were you were talking about how what students say about exhibition, you know, every year after each exhibition, the next morning, we'll break kids up into different groups and have reflection sessions where they'll, um, you know, we'll have some directed question or two, but mainly they talk about what works, what they really enjoyed, what they liked, and what could have been better. And inevitably, those conversations uh, turn into primarily what didn't work and what could have been better. And that is so, you would think, oh boy, complaining teenagers, I don't need more of that in my life. But actually, the spirit of that is like, how can we make it better next time? Um, there was, oh, we had traffic flow issues and what can we do about that? You know, or this exhibition didn't really work because it was so loud in the room. You couldn't hear, you know, people talking, you know, how could we next time, if we do something like that, how could we make it better? And that kind of growth mindset in students uh, is really awesome to see when, when it gets displayed, not because we're really putting them through an exercise, but because they really care about something and they know it's going to happen semester after semester and they really want it to be better. So that's, that's always one of my favorite times. And one of my favorite reactions to any exhibition is the really thoughtful criticism that students give to us and to one another about the exhibition that's just happened. Hmm. So uh, exhibition sounds pretty amazing. Sounds very hands-on. Sounds uh, it sounds transformative. Honestly, is what it sounds like, both for for students and, and for teachers, and I would assume also for parents. Um, last question. I mean, do you have any final thoughts or any final things that you'd like to share about exhibition at TNS? I would say one one nice thing about having exhibition as a tradition a TNS tradition, which it is. We had our first exhibition after we'd been open for four months at the end of our first semester. Uh, and we've had one every semester since then. Um, I think we're on, like, we just had number 15 or 17. I'm not sure which. Um, and one of, the, one of the good things about that is in addition to having kids see themselves kind of growing in 
their work and their proficiency at certain things and the level of responsibility they're given and the ownership that they take over their own work um, is that um, it's a uh, it's a tradition that gets kids interacting with one another in different ways. Often we'll see kids teaching one another how to do things. And often we'll, we, we are so harried as teachers during the, that time that we'll call on students to teach. Can you teach this person how to, uh, you know, do this technical thing? Um, they really need to know by, by tomorrow. And so we, in having exhibition, we create this kind of ecosystem where students are in very different relationship to one another than they are during the regular school year or the regular school day. It's almost like Boxing Day, you know, which they have in Great Britain. Is it the day after Christmas when well, social roles are turned upside down? Uh, they're not exactly turned upside down here, but to a certain extent, uh, there people get to take on new roles and try them out and that's ultimately one of the big ways that people realize wow i really like that i really want to explore that more um and exhibition provides a really kind of unique forum for that to happen fantastic allison any final thoughts Sure. Um, I'll definitely echo what peter said about tradition in a school that does a lot of things non-traditionally um I think it is really important that we have some things that we hold really dear and that we do again and again, even if when we do them again, we do them differently. Um, but it matters a lot to kids. It matters a lot to me to know that they're, to me as a teacher, and I, I know to other teachers, to know like what we look forward to. I mean, that's something I thought a lot about during the pandemic is how one of the things that's been really difficult is how it's taken away so many things that we look forward to and how it's hard not to have something, even as small, it's like at the end of the day, I'm going to meet up with my friend. Um, but knowing what to look forward to, even if you don't know exactly what that thing will look like. And, and I think it's awesome too, again, with Peter said, students growing through exhibition. When students as ninth graders, I definitely saw this this year, can look to what the seniors are doing and look forward. Ah, that's what I'll get to do. Even though what they'll literally do is probably very different because the projects will be different, but they'll look forward to having that role, to taking that on. And, and again, even though we do a lot of things differently at TNS, I think that kind of tradition, that kind of ritual is just so important for human beings and that, that comfort and stability it, um, it gives us. And then the final thing I'd say is that even if exhibition didn't produce anything that looked awesome or worked well, it would be entirely worth it um, if it had this effect on the kids. Um, but one of the things that is just so great always for me to reflect on is how impressed people genuinely are when they come. And it's easy for us to lose sight of that because we're, you know, up to our elbows in it and it, we're, putting things together in the last 30 seconds before people walk in the door. But when, um, when I, you know, like I've had, you know, members of my family who happened to be in town came by and they were just gobsmacked by 
what the students were able to do. And again, I don't think that is the point is to make something that looks awesome or works well or any of those things. It's the process of doing it, but it does look awesome. and It does work well and it is genuinely impressive. So that's just, you know, it's icing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've, I've said before um, that to, when we used to have exhibitions that were small enough that you could talk to everyone at once, an early one, I remember addressing the entire crowd of people who were there and saying, there's an incredible amount of really excellent work here on display. But if you, if you spend tonight just looking at student work and walking around and being amazed at it, you will have missed the show because the show is really the students and talking to our students who are so impressive and, and are often impressing themselves um, when they're put on the spot uh, in an exhibition, impressing themselves with how articulate and uh, intelligent and inspiring they can be talking about their own work. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, uh, Peter, uh, Allison, thank you for painting such a vivid picture of such an important component of TNS. Uh, really appreciate you joining me on the show today. Absolutely. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the New School Podcast. To learn more about the New School, go to www.tnsatlanta.org. That's www.tnsatlanta.org. Thanks for listening.